0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design
1: is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago.
2: We were on a ship,
1: but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people, in the wrong place. Shoot it. <laughs> Why'd you do that? He told me to.
0: I have a gun.
1: What happened? Greer. Greer shot him.
0: Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Good evening everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Gatecast. No Alan this evening. He had a family emergency when we were due to record, so obviously that takes precedence over an episode of Stargate and Gatecast. I know, shocking, but there you go. We are joined this week by Miles, second week in a row. Nice two-part episode, that seems fitting. Welcome back, Miles. Hey, Mike. I'm delighted to be back. Yes, only seems like a few minutes. It does, but (laughs) this is time travel we are talking about. Indeed, yes. Right then, we haven't got too much to talk about, so we're going to jump straight into the episode. We are going to be watching the Region 2 DVD rip of Epilogue. The runtime is 41 minutes 44 seconds. As I say, every week we are staring at a black screen with a counter set to zero. I will be doing the 3-2-1 countdown and clicky in English, unfortunately, since that's the only language I know, and that I don't know too well. Uh, When I say clicky, press play, and if you're watching along with us, everything should be in sync, unless you are watching the Region 1 version of the show, which is a couple of minutes longer. Are you all set, Miles? I am standing by. Excellent. Okay, then. Three, two, one, clicky. I
1: may be on the verge of discovering the true nature of Destiny's mission.
0: And we are in. The only drawback about this, when they had changed this introduction, I was quite pleased. They need to, you know, mix it up a bit more. Get different people doing the uh, actual narrative. Yeah, big cast. They could have utilized other people. Yes, one of the great things about Legends of Tomorrow, they have a different cast member do every, every narrative every week. Did you hear the one with Mick Rory? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, that was. It was, it was great. Epilogue, Season 2, Episode 18 of uh, Stargate Universe, Gatecast, Episode 248. This episode was directed by Alex Chappelle and written by Carl Binder. Premiered in America and Canada April twenty-fifth, two 2011, Germany May the 5th, Sweden October the 22nd, and Hungary April the 24th, 2014.
1: But millions of people lived here. Where did they all go?
0: And we're in. A very old, very old, Colonel Jung. Cj. Uh, no. Yeah, you know, like we said, uh, it's Chloe. whoa, Chloe. Old Chloe. Yes. The makeup is really good more so because this close-up work. Yes, it's dark, but it's It's close-up. Sarah's on her way. She'll be here any minute. Ah, it's kids. That's an interesting story. Yeah, we'll hear more later on. Oh, look at that. Nice.
2: (laughs) He gets a statue.
0: Now, that shot doesn't seem to indicate there's a huge amount of uh, fallout. No, it's only like a it's covered everything but it's not like there's a yeah. accumulating it should be deep very very deep mm-hmm. this has been going on for a decade at least you know the people said they lost contact with the gate not long after they arrived on that planet they were there for the 30 years to remove all trace of people from that city even if they had time to actually you know hide go underground
1: we used to recon dropping them all off down there. I don't want you hanging around
2: if it's too dangerous.
1: Yes, sir. By Yazu.
0: Yazu reminds me of a British band from the eighties. Which one? Yazu. That's what they're called. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a huge underground bunker. Mm, interesting. How convenient. Yes.
1: Try to blast it open with C four. Even use the shuttle's weapons. <laughs> no luck. We can use Destiny's main weapon, blow a hole in it. Yeah, and destroy the entire complex in the process. We'll dial down the power. Sixty
0: percent. You would hope so. Brody's being like all Captain Obvious. Yeah. dial down to power. Although you'd still want some more information on the composition of the material and the thickness of the door. Yeah, this You could still blow a hole a hundred feet deep in the ground. Precisely. And what if there are people down there that your sensors can't pick up and you rip open the door and blow the airlock or whatever? They probably wouldn't appreciate it. No, not at all.
2: I got a lock
1: we are ready to fire. Are you clear of
0: the area? Yes, sir. Fire away. Nice uh, CGI work on the city. Yeah. All the best cities have a river running through them. I wonder if there's no indication that... Well, obviously, they must have been close to a river when they set up their original settlement. Oh, I, I would think they would have. Yeah. Forward thinking... Oh, they built well. Yeah, the descendants of destiny were.
2: Well, they were the best of the best.
0: Yeah. Good sign. My father worked out here. He would sometimes bring me with him. I remember running through these halls as a child. And he remembers running through this facility as a child. So it's been it's been there what five, five decades at least. Yeah. And this? Oh, come on, the music. Deck. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was a nice touch. Yeah, humans built
2: this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can go with this. It's almost normalcy, isn't it? This is what we've been missing for the past two years. Yeah, that blew them a while hearing it. Wow. That's a big facility. Hello? What
3: is this room?
0: The Taneran Archive. The entire history of our people is stored here. So, if can tell us what happened to them. And this spiral staircase is actually part of the uh, studio set. Oh, okay. And they built this set around it. Very good use of the spiral staircase. Yep. Commentary for this episode Jennifer Spence and Patrick Gilmore again, and they are joined by Mike Dopu. Oh, okay. Yep. And as per usual, first time they've all watched this episode complete. Doesn't always make a great commentary because they end up watching the episode. <laughs> so this is what we happen to the other Destiny. Yes, this is the first planet they gated. Not appetizing. Very hostile environment. At that point, Darla Gate, any gate, they wouldn't live long there.
2: And they were thinking they were going to end up on Earth.
0: Yes. I mean, uh, imagine it, though. They ran through the gate as well. We know what happens on a nine-chevron dial. You come flying through the gate. Right, you're not walking, you're flying. Yeah, it's quite amazing that they're relatively intact. Right. Although, it looks like there's a lot of sand, so perhaps that helped. Soft landing.
2: Solar,
1: wind, and geothermal energy.
0: And I like that. An entire civilization using uh, renewable energy. Very wise.
1: Thousands of historical documents a detailed account when we first got here from Destiny none of which is any good to us right now we've got a ship full of people we need supplies for life support there's also food storage
2: I mean you think I mean these people had a chance to really do it right as far as creating a society as far as government and you know
0: yeah they knew all the pitfalls and consequences of technologies of ideas mm-hmm. it didn't stop the breakup of their civilization in two factions no Human nature is what it is. Yeah, but that is almost like an extension of destiny. The Rush Camp and the Young Camp. Right. Even that wasn't immediate. You know, they built the set, the original settlement together.
1: Mm-hmm. Long way down,
3: huh? Oh, my ears popped on the way.
1: Like the music, though.
3: So this is the archive room. Yeah,
0: the main one. It's almost impossible to imagine a civilization being built with access to the history at this level. How many times, you know, you talk history, you talk from textbooks, but there's no guarantee those textbooks are accurate. They were written by people who maybe lived through that era or passed information on, which might be piecemeal, might be an out-and-out lie.
2: And you're getting from their perspective, I mean, bias. Yeah.
0: This, you're just, I mean, keynote footage, you're getting to see it as it happens. Yeah. Warts and all. You could still interpret it differently. Different people would interpret the same events. Hell
1: of a lot of data here.
3: like they documented everything.
0: It is easier to know where you are going when you know where you have been. Eli Wallace. Ooh, nice. This must be doing his ego no end of good. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I love this bit.
1: We'll bring it back to destiny.
3: Yeah, these drives are built right into the structure so I don't think we're going to be able to physically move them. So we can
1: figure an uplink. Stream the data. My thoughts exactly.
0: Yazoo is, is looking at Brody, evil, the evil one. <laughs> yes, the evil. He's kind of the architect of everything he doesn't believe in. Yeah, and the personification is right there. And they said this was the scene where August actually broke down into laughter, could not continue the scene. He reacted to the look on Brody's face. <laughs> That's funny.
3: Futura.
0: That's it, Park. Twist the knife a bit.
1: That's is so stupid enough with the name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we've got to feel sorry for him at times. something people
1: brought through
3: clothing items, hairpins, bandanas. We're going through it all. Not much.
1: We just have to make do until Rush figures out where we are and brings Destiny back in range so we can dial. Seriously? Adam, it, uh, Destiny's gone. Destroyed. We don't know that for certain. No, we don't. But we also don't know if this is present day either. We were dialing inside a star. Could have hit a solar flare. For all we know, we could have gone back in time or, or forward days, months. Years. The fact is, we're stuck here now for God knows how long. So, we need to build shelter, we need to find food.
3: Let's move.
0: Yeah, all they've got is what they carried. And that's all they brought with them. But it does make things easier, don't it, in a way? You, you haven't got room to argue. You've just got to pick a direction and go for it. Yeah. That's it. Reading all those mission reports, Eli, did you a world of good. Although it doesn't exactly help in this situation, unless you've read a few survival manuals. I mean, these people—they have their wits and their experience and education, to make things work. Look at the supplies. They hit the mother load. They did. I mean, this complex was probably built for thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Probably a government facility, if if we're being honest, intended for you know for the the wealthy and the uh, this government structure. I mean, what were they anticipating as far as mean? Well, they must have thought they could ride out whatever was happening. Yeah, maybe. Depending upon how advanced the space technology was, they might be able, maybe suppose there was something going through their system which was causing the gravitational stresses. Mm -hmm. Maybe thought, you know, a few years, it'll be leaving our system and everything will settle down. But just in case. Yeah. And I love this. Brody is being very practical, backing it with logic. This is where his experience is coming into play. Yeah.
1: First rain and we're washed out. we got good protection here. Upslope, out of the wind, plenty of trees to build proper shelter, homes.
3: How? We have no tools.
1: One of the springs on the plain is seeping ferric hydroxide, bog iron deposits. Should get us jump started on basic tool making, then we can really speed things up.
0: That's it. He's he's already figured out. We need metal. I know where we can get it. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. (laughs) No time for that. But Brody's having a breakdown. Yeah.
1: You stop this right now. We're not doing this again, all right? The decision is made. We are staying
0: again. So, <laughs> hmm. the seeds of uh, discontent. There's no two ways about it. Some people are going to take it more personally than others. Some people just like young. We're well, here. Let's get on with it. And young, you know, he approved it, so it's on his shoulders too. Yeah, the only one that really said this is dangerous was Rush. And <laughs> fortunately for one, one destiny, the other Rush convinced everybody.
2: Yeah, our kids done good.
3: I kind of want to read the rest of it, see who ended up with.
0: Under the table! Okay, that's not good. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about this episode, what are the odds they would get here within a couple of days of the whole planet going? I mean, the timing. Oh, well, the timing is very convenient.
2: Yeah. Uh, they need something for dramatic tension. Uh, something uh, under yes? the clock. Yeah, I saw that uh, crack
0: in the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. You
1: might want to get moving on that data transfer.
0: Yeah, they can't really uh, stick around. Mm-hmm.
1: You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Ooh, I hate earthquakes. Yeah, it's my first, actually. Good, this is Scott. You okay up there? Yeah, everybody's all good. We're sending down additional teams to help with those supplies. We need to pick up the pace. Copy
0: that. But
2: I love what they're showing us here. The other yeah. Destiny making a life.
0: I think it's more immersive as well, the fact that it's not keynote footage. Yeah. Uh, we know obviously it's uh, been portrayed oh
3: planting some seeds. See what happens. Oh yeah. TJ!
0: Now the writers turn the screws. Yeah. His kidneys, of course.
2: And this is a the prompt. They have they have no medical supplies of any kind.
3: She thinks maybe his kidneys are failing, but without any medical equipment she can't be sure. And there's nothing she can do to help him.
0: And she can't diagnose. Ah, <laughs> they offered Patrick that cross. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he says I had nowhere to put it.
3: <laughs> Dr. Dale Volker.
0: That is beautiful. Yeah. There's your river. I don't know how I would feel if I saw that. You know, saw your own death in another time frame. I
2: mean, the people are watching the stuff. They're seeing what their lives could have been like and how it was lived out.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a very surreal experience. But then again, I'm alive. I'm okay.
2: (laughs) Yes, you are alive.
0: Yeah. Part of me is forever (laughs) greer.
3: A small cut, but may need a couple of stitches. I'm fine. You will be, once I patch you up.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's old school. (laughs) Never a a cataran when you want one. No.
3: You're not getting enough rest. Mm,
0: I don't think nobody is.
3: The others follow your lead.
1: What is that? The stitches, what is
3: it? Tendons from one of those animals. uh, Greer killed. The needle could use a little work, though. (laughs) That's probably good making short notice.
0: You thought they'd have named everything by now. It's interesting to watch them two get along so well. Well, Yeah, they kind of ribbed Mike here, you know, how Varro had to walk in on these pair and then see what he saw in a minute. Oh, my gosh. I would hate... Sucks to be Varro.
3: Okay, there you go. Take it
2: easy and watch for an infection. Got it. Son of a...
3: Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm
0: good. It's almost as if there was nothing between him and TJ at this point. Which, if you think about it, a lot of their relationship was built up after Twin Destinies. Yeah. You know, maybe just very casual at the moment. That's why TJ kind of seems to have leapt into the arms of Young. Obviously, Varro is still holding a torch for her. Oh, definitely. Probably was from the moment he saw her.
2: Well, they almost had a
0: shared to kiss, but that guy had erupted at one time. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he spent so much time in the infirmary with her. Oh, yeah. He de- he's definitely he's carrying a torch for her. Yeah. And again, what a fantastic-looking night shot. All the detail he wants there. Yeah, that is good use of lighting and, and nighttime scene. Oh, <laughs> Poor barrel. Oh, well, whatever he thought there could have been, it's not going to be. The Stargate was
1: destroyed in one of the eruptions, buried in lava decades ago. Most of the people left the planet before then, but...
0: I wonder what the population of the planet was then. 80 or 90 people over 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. Jason said there were millions on the planet, which you'd expect, obviously, but...
1: So they pulled their resources and they built ships. Huge, huge ships. Not capable of FTL, but big enough to evacuate the rest of the population.
0: They'd have to be huge to get off the majority of the population of the planet. You would need multiple ships. Yeah, and hopefully maybe
2: they use the gate before yeah. the lava got there to evacuate some of the people.
0: I wonder if they had any sort of hibernation uh, technology. <laughs> Go get it, Vanessa. <laughs> personal install with that lock.
1: <laughs> hey, look, uh, we never really talked. Don't worry about it. I'm okay.
0: She's taking out her frustration a lot, that's for sure. I don't know if they just got very lucky with the time of day they were filming, but the lighting for the planet scenes is stunning. It looks like it's sometime in the fall, wherever they are. Yeah, they probably, you know, tweak the color tone a bit as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they've got some mist coming in from the fog machines. Well, their breath, too, is, you know, coming out, vapors. Yeah.
1: You should be proud of yourself.
0: Well, he's actually gonna to commit to Chloe.
1: Still, I'll understand if you don't want to come. You kidding? First wedding on Novus?
3: Camille's gonna make a pie, so. I wouldn't miss it.
0: The actual lines that Scott was actually saying he had lived on the spot. Oh, wow.
3: Today was a good day on Novus. The best day yet.
0: Hello, look at this. <laughs> Plenty of hookups at a wedding. <laughs>
1: so, everybody's hooking up.
3: <laughs>
0: Matt, and Chloe, are married. <laughs>
1: now, uh, rumour is, Varro and James are getting together. Figured. TJ just had her baby boy. Named him Stephen, after her father.
0: Ah, uh, Stephen. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the guy we saw in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Except me. Except me.
2: And Brody. And Brody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm here. Are you ready? All set. We're starting the transfer now.
0: They said how nice it was to actually film in the Apple Core again. The bridge is just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Patrick preferred filming on the bridge. It had seats.
3: It was still under construction when they left the planet. How close to completion?
0: Is it operational? I don't know. They must have been in a panic at the end. Why would you leave an incomplete ship?
2: Right. What happened?
0: Yeah
1: i documenting your progress, you'll thank me for this
2: later, I promise. I like this, this is very frontiersy. It isn't
0: it? Homemade clothes. The pelts. So they have some kind of mammal they, they can utilize. Takes you a moment to realize, for the past nearly two years we've seen Chloe in one, uh, one outfit, and that's it.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh, crap. Panic, everybody.
3: I just accessed the geothermal monitoring data. It turns out their is right. A black hole has entered this system. The tidal forces are ripping this planet apart.
0: But slowly. Is that a fault line?
3: Yeah, running right under the city. Very active and very shallow. The crust is increasingly thin like shattering glass. Magma bubbling up everywhere. We can't stay here much longer.
1: The database is immense. The transfer could take days. 37 hours of my computer. <laughs> I, that
0: won't be enough. Thank you. Well,
1: let's hope that's enough time.
0: So feel free to panic, but in a subdued way. It's a pity they didn't Look at Matt. I mean, he, he has more hair. you, <laughs>
1: you look fine. I love you. Just don't forget to pay. Shut leave the- me
0: alone. He looks so much younger. With the, yeah,
2: you're right. I mean, if that's a wig, that's a really good wig. called him Brad Pitt for a while. <laughs> what
3: can I do? You can get ready to cut the cord? Okay. <sighs> Chloe, one last
0: push. <laughs> Putting the cord as well. This is actually a nicely put together scene.
2: It's a montage of uh, <laughs> all our female heroes yes. popping
0: out babies. It's a boy. Well, well. They've been fruitful and multiplied. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't just a, a hookup on destiny. Something really serious came out of it. Right. We got a payoff there.
3: you have any names picked out?
0: Dale. Oh, Dale. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Gray is still wearing
2: his fatigues, but they look like they've been through the ringer. So yeah. I'm wondering if now clothes they had on their backs is finally, well, wearing out.
1: TJ and Colonel Young are two—a boy and a girl.
0: They must have found an animal, look like a sheep. Yeah, he might choose to only wear them when he goes out on a hunting or something. Mm-hmm. Call back because his Miss Cooper Barnes, probably the, the longest scene she has on the show.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a girl. Mom and baby
0: are fine. The actress, was she on Stargate Atlantis? She looks familiar. Yeah, she was, yeah. And an episode of SG-1
2: as well. Huh? Another one of the few guest stars on all series. Yeah. <laughs> He's incredulous, me and Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look too pleased,
0: but hey, you, want, you weren't alone.
2: Exactly, you didn't end up like Brody.
0: <laughs> oh, you're right, the look on Eli's face. Me and Corporal Barnes?
3: something worth pursuing?
0: Well, many a marriage has been based on convenience and, well, good enough. Not every relationship is the stuff of legends. And you're looking at Rush at the moment, unwrapping this foam and taking the plastic, and you think, he's like a little kid, more concerned about the box rather than the item inside. Oh, hey, oh. rumble, rumble. Yeah, why is
2: he opening up? I mean, it's just... Oh, that... Would have did a lot of damage. Rush.
1: Yeah. How bad? Mark says 6.2. Pretty strong. The fall line they discovered is getting wider.
2: Yeah, they really are on the clock. Like you said, I mean, they got here just as the planet was starting to slowly self-destruct. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I know. Looks like this bunker was built to withstand a lot. I think we're okay.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
3: And? And what? How was it? <laughs> it was fine.
0: Now I like this because imagine the pressure on Camille could have been, you need to have kids. Yeah. Yet she stayed true to what she was. Exactly. It looks like all the women's hair is
2: longer. Do they probably add hair extensions? I'd imagine so.
3: I've already found my soulmate. I don't need another. Uh, Steven, no, don't eat that!
0: Why? Is that poisonous? <laughs>
3: that was a close call. Yeah. You okay?
0: Oh, dear. The first signs. Yeah. Oh, th- this was hard to watch. They, oh, Cole Binder the writer is a nasty piece of work at times. <laughs> mm. Yeah, what he puts our heroes through. The
1: ship is still in the factory. A few kilometers outside the city doesn't say if it's operational or not, but if it is, it'll be capable of holding the entire group of descendants.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't have left a ship that could fly. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad happened.
1: It's over 900 exabytes. Still a drop in the bucket, though.
0: Exabytes? That sounds big. It doesn't, yeah.
1: You know, I'm flying them over to check out that shipbuilding factory. Yeah, fine, then you can take me back to the Destiny.
0: But... You know, if this was in a 50 million dollar western, they'd be praising the cinematographer. I was gonna say, this all looks beautiful. I mean, this is probably in the morning fog or whatever. Yeah, you get the impression that maybe on one morning the director saw that and thought, tomorrow, I'm going to film something here. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my balance, stumbling. My speech
3: is also slurring words
0: here and there. Now, this show just did not get the credit it deserved. Patrick, talking about it, he said something I had to write down. He said, history will be kind to this series. hmm I think it will. A lot of people didn't like Universe first time around. But I think fans of SG-1 and SJ, if they sat down and gave this a fair shake, they'd love it.
2: Yeah, this is just some powerful
0: stuff they're putting out here.
2: Tamara, I just heard.
0: Credit to Varro as well. He knows what happened in that that other time frame. Yet here... Yeah, he, he isn't going anywhere. He's got to imagine that whatever was brewing between him and TJ might not be real. That Young could... You know, steal her away. Is there anything you can do? any medicines?
3: There's no cure.
0: ooh, oh my gosh That's a bit of a pea super. I'd worry about the engine intakes. Exactly. They must be breathing oxygen from the atmosphere. I'm not sure the c g i works on that, but at least tells you what's going on yes that is <laughs> that is serious. They are really under the clock. Yeah, they really don't know what to say, do they? Speechless, literally.
3: T.J. Colonel, you don't have to come down here.
0: No, you really shouldn't be coming down here. It's dangerous. Volker is uh, checking Destiny's medical database
1: to see see if there's anything anything in there at all on this disease. Okay.
3: The first uh, symptoms presented five years after we arrived on the planet. I died a few years after
2: that. I wonder if they're saying maybe with them on a planet they could have this relationship but being on destiny yeah. you know, they had to observe some kind of decorum.
0: I hope the last couple of years she's looked after her eyes because <laughs> <laughs> they've looked red in many an episode.
1: It's gone. Fault line cut right through it. It's a river of lava in there. We need to leave this planet immediately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not there anymore. <laughs> That's not good. Factory used to be Yes, in fact half the city's gone.
1: Is no, days. no, don't worry about it. They'll be fine. Yeah, we don't have a choice. We have to uh we have to get everyone back on
0: board. That's the unusual bit. This facility goes deep into the bedrock. You would have uh you would have thought they would be they'd know about fault, no matter how deep it was. Yeah, they they were able to do so much else. Would have had a,
2: an idea of where they're building on.
0: Oh right, here we go. <laughs> you can see she's having trouble. Using her utensils, control of her muscles in her hands. This is hard to watch. It's beautiful, though.
2: Yeah, but you know, well, it just what makes it hard is she is taking care of everybody else for so long. Yeah, and and now and now she's going to a place where she can't take care of herself. I mean, I get the feeling that it's her natural instinct to be a caregiver, and now she can't do it. Love the inside of the house. Looks very
0: frontier. Yeah. You got some grey and young's hair. Years are going yep. on. Kids maybe ten. Sure, just a little bit of aging, that's good. Sarah and Stephen. And the camera slowly pans around young sitting at the dining table with his children. And the empty chair. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's surprising because we've got the main characters here, mm-hmm. yet we're being affected by people who, I suppose you could argue, existed, but shouldn't have in the first place. Or they, or, you know, think they've been dead for over 2,000 years. Yeah. I think the phrase borrowed time is very apt at the moment.
1: You all right? Yeah. All right,
3: get back to the surface, wait for Scott's shuttle.
0: Oh, why did I not notice that? They're on level 28. The others are on level 30, but 28's rather significant for Stargate. I heard the others talking about you. The disease you carry, we have a cure. How would he know of that?
2: Yeah, unless he had a... knew somebody that...
0: ...recognized the symptoms, because the name yeah. would be different. Said they said a cure 200 years ago. That could have been it. They, they could have... ...not really bothered too much about space travel, but... ...shoved a lot of their development into medicine. That would make sense.
1: Yes, I'm here. And why didn't you tell me? I'm sorry, I wasn't aware I had to check in with you.
0: That's one of the problems with Roche. He doesn't explain himself, and that gets other people's backs up. Oh, yeah. He's always hiding something.
1: Anything on ALS, and I could really use some help. I'm sorry, I'm a bit busy at the moment. Doing what? Something more pressing. I'll be with you when I'm
0: finished.
3: Our son Alan just broke the news. His wife Claire is pregnant. Grandparents.
0: Look at that grandparents. Whoa!
2: <laughs> Again, great use of the makeup. It, I mean, they're just middle age here. Yeah. <laughs> a little older. Not bad.
3: Just drafted a rough outline of a constitution. People are responding well to it. For the most part. She looks
2: lively. Probably figure this is 20 years or so after
0: they... Yeah. At least one full generation.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Eli's teaching the kids. He's actually
1: wonderful teacher Uh
3: thanks four sons three daughters fifteen grandchildren
0: wow (laughs) I'm tired tired. bet you are I I bet you are yeah Brody
1: kids laughing and dancing everybody
2: dancing oh this is hilarious
1: (laughs) tearing up my lawn when I was a kid
2: fantastic
1: we had more respect for people
0: (laughs) he's curmudgeon old guy and That was from Paul Biner's own experience. What, just he knew somebody like that? No, that's what he was saying when there was some sort of street party or something. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) We had to compress the data to speed up the transfer, one huge file, which means I can't do a specific search for ALS until we uncompress, we've already uploaded, and I can't do that until we stop the transfer.
0: Well, that was careless, Eli, wasn't it? Couldn't you have broken it up into three or four files? No redundancy or anything. Too bad the information is on, on some kind of hard disk or something they could take with them. Yeah,
2: th- ooh, okay, this is it. Bigger rocks are falling down, or a bigger piece of concrete. I would love to know where they filmed this. This is very...
0: Well, the only reference they made was the fact that that spiral staircase was part of the standing set. So, the average studios. Obviously a set with a lot of headroom to allow for this sort of shot. As for the location of this... Compound, that is a mystery. But the beauty of the internet and a little bit of research, this is the Fort Langley National Historic Site. And the Trans-Canadian Trail, Langley, British Columbia, more recently been used in the series Timeless. Mm -hmm. Because you think, well, they didn't build it, and it doesn't look like CGI. It's a replica of something. Yeah. Or something preserved for, you know. That's one of the strange things they always talk about how much filming locations are being lost to development, Mm -hmm. yet Vancouver and Toronto make so much money out of TV and film production you'd think they'd want to retain a lot of it.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's a long climb up. (laughs) Yeah. 30 levels. Mike said the first time he came down that spiral staircase, it actually sways a little bit. (laughs) Oh, that that would mess with you.
1: Colonel, this is Scott. We made it down to level 14. Stairs are out below. Got rope if you need it. You should be on your way back to Destiny. We'll leave you leave, sir.
0: Yeah, this is going to give you your legs and
2: arms a workout. I mean, Eli's in better shape than first time he ended up on Destiny, but he's not military like these people are. No, he's going to get his lungs and heart tested.
0: A nice piece of music to accompany these very nice visuals. And you've got to pray there into another... Oh! Oh! oh. That's going to hurt your shoulder. Good catch. Yep. Yeah. And there he goes.
2: Oh! Oh!
0: And Mike said... Paul came up to him and says, Don't believe the rumours. And he says, What rumours? That you're going to be written out. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? You don't die. <laughs> he hadn't heard anything about it.
1: Throw down the rope. We just lost Varro.
0: Yes, you're going to take a very long fall. Yeah, the original script had Varro sacrificing himself so they could get out. Got tweaked a bit, mm-hmm. and at this point, obviously, maybe the writing was on the wall that the show wouldn't be renewed, but they were still, you know, writing it as if it would be. Right. I think his character was liked so. It would have been a loss
2: if they wrote him off. They killed him here. Yeah. We got her. Setting the rope back down. I mean, they, they needed somebody for the Lucian Alliance to kind of be the inner circle, I guess.
0: I think they went a bit too far, making him the only survivor.
2: Was he at the end of it the, the only? Yeah, he was the only oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they should have kept a few more
0: Lucian Alliance. Okay. He had a bit of a laugh about that. You just says, I just had to be a dead weight. I didn't help him at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's alive, but I'm pretty sure he's got a few broken bones. His face must have bumped into something. I can't imagine he landed on a totally flat surface either. No, he probably didn't. He's alive. Yeah, and after that miraculous save, I think he's in for some tender loving care, don't you, TJ? A little bit of dramatic tension as Young is trapped at the bottom of the complex. Only got a rope to climb up as the building collapses.
1: Where are the rest? Oh, we put them on the other shuttle.
2: Everyone hang on!
0: <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Couldn't you hover the shuttle a foot off the ground? That would have helped. <laughs> hmm. Looks like there was a parking lot, they lynched. Oh, now that's nice. Oh yeah, nice music as well. Oh, the music's gorgeous. And you can see both shuttles in action. There seemed to be a lot of light, but then again, they were above the cloud cover, weren't they? So, mm-hmm. well, I don't know how much information they got from Novus, but they've saved part of that civilization. And if there was a season three, I'm sure we would have seen it come into play somehow. Well, I'd hope they find the ships, or at least one of them. That would have been a, made for a good episode. Yeah, I imagine the drones wouldn't spot them because there'd be no energy at all. Yeah, they're only sub light chips.
1: Got here as quick as we could.
0: That is Jorna Johansson, Sarah, Cedar Cove, Colt, motive, friend of uh, Patrick. Okay. Fan of uh, Stargate Universe. Actually went to the audition uh, with a similar hairstyle and look to uh, Elena.
2: <laughs> Was she auditioning for her part?
0: Yeah. Uh, for her daughter, you know, TJ's daughter.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there is a resemblance.
0: And the man who captained a starship and helped to create a nation passes away. Nice. Very nice. For CO2
3: scrubbing.
1: A highly advanced substance. Much more effective than light. Less one canister alone in the last few years. Yeah. Well,
0: you think about you know the structure of that foam, it's basically lung, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The surface area is immense. I like what they did with this show. They addressed something seemingly as
2: insignificant as breathable air, carbon dioxide
0: filters. I mean, they,
2: they said that, you know, they showed the importance of having functioning filters. Go, Volker. We
1: did all right after leaving Destiny. We got along just fine. Without you.
0: Volker saw his death, that he actually spoke up against Rush there. Yeah. Thinking, I've got nothing to lose anymore. I don't care. Yeah, he, he really stood up to Rush this time. And they're right. They, they built all this without Rush.
2: Yep. And you might be right. Rush might be struggling that he didn't have a part in it.
1: In searching what we were able to transfer from the archive, the ALS cure wasn't in there.
0: Again, like I say, they've got a third of the database. What they could pull out of that as and when any episode required.
1: Different names for diseases, procedures. It's hard to do a quick search.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
3: Uh, what about the ships? They they used to evacuate Novus. They probably took a copy of the archive with them, so when we drop people off on the plane... They won't be there
0: yet. Wouldn't be too difficult to find them, I'd imagine?
2: Yeah, I don't know why it would be.
0: If they've got a good idea where they were going, they know how fast and when they left. I mean, they should be able to predict with some kind of accuracy where these ships are. Yeah, the only drawback is we've seen how poor Destiny's sensors are at times. <laughs> right. A
1: ton of other medical s- stuff. We can learn from it. From our descendants. We will figure out a cure.
0: If they can build a civilization like that in 2,000 years, we can figure this out. Faith, hope, pure hard work, a bit of luck. We can do anything.
2: They saw what they could accomplish.
0: Alternate of themselves. How could you doubt that we couldn't do the same? Exactly.
1: I'd like to thank you all for coming to this very special occasion. The dedication of our beautiful new school.
0: Eli's grandson. Nice. This location shot is just... Perfect for this. Yeah.
1: That's why this new school bears his name. As principal, I'll do my best to uphold his legacy of inquiry and discovery, and to carry it forward to future generations. Now, please help me welcome our guest of honor, two-term mayor, the author of our constitution, and the last surviving member of the settlers from Destiny.
0: The last one, then. Camille Ray. <laughs> Mille was the last survivor. Ming-Na finally looks old.
2: <laughs> you know, in 20 years from now, she's probably still going to look fantastic.
0: Well, I nearly died of shock when she celebrated her 50th birthday. She is a beautiful woman.
3: I want to begin with a few words of greeting. Shi Rui. May all things go according to the wishes of those that hear it.
0: And remember that people it's important (laughs) yes
3: we thought we had failed we didn't achieve the mission on destiny but now looking at all your smiling faces at this beautiful new school i can't help but feel a great sense of pride and success Because, as we discovered, our mission is, and always will be, the journey itself.
0: And something so simple, like she's saying here, Voyager missed this totally at over seven years. Yeah, Star Trek really missed a lot of good
2: opportunities. SU did in two years, two seasons, what Voyager failed to do. And even that one episode of Deep Space Nine, I mean, they, you know they had a similar episode but they did hit the reset button at the
0: end. Yeah, this is nice.
2: Oh, we're going to see.
0: Fantastic. They didn't go over the top. They could have done something like from zooming through the years, one second every 10 years or something, but this is nice and subtle.
2: Yeah, it's like once every 20 to 50 years, you see the gradual... Okay, that doesn't look like a spaceport to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what kind of ship is this kind of cool? It actually looks pretty nice, doesn't it? Very aggressive, really, for what you'd think would be some sort of huge people carrier. Look like military.
2: These two episodes were fantastic. I've seen them many times. They have a lot of rewatchability.
0: That's it. I mean, I watched them first time around. I had the uh, Blu ray of the first season. I kept waiting on the second season, but eventually bought the DVD box set when we were getting close to actually covering Universe. I think I've watched these episodes. Uh, Three times each this week. Mm-hmm. Never got bored with them. That has been. I've been surprised how much I've enjoyed rewatching Universe. More so than SG1 and Atlantis. Probably a bit more familiar with them.
2: Yeah, and, and I think SGU was more. We saw our, our heroes uh, very human. They had their flaws, they had their virtues. As much as anything could root it in reality,
0: as far as where our people were, I thought this was. So we're talking about the makeup, which really did look stunning compared to what the Stargate franchise had done in the past. Remember, was it, I can't remember the name of the episode where Jack aged.
2: I remember the episode, yeah.
0: Oh, Brief Candle. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was literally big chunks of plastic stuck on his face, a gravelly voice. Right. This is, well, obviously a, a decade more advanced, more so. Rebecca Lee, oh, I can't even pronounce that. See all done? She was a makeup artist. How do you pronounce that? C-E-I-L-I-D-H. And tell you what, I'm not even going to embarrass myself by trying it. The makeup department for Stargate Universe won a Leo Award for Best Makeup in a dramatic series for this episode. They should have. Yeah, and they also got nominated for a Gemini for Best Achievement in Makeup as well. Well deserved. I'd like to know what beat them out there. Oh, yeah. Never mind, though. Excellent episode. It really covered every base you wanted. We had lots of drama, a lot of tension, fantastic CGI work, incredible uh, location shooting, some of the natural lighting, the cinematography was outstanding, the writing was fantastic, humour, lots and lots of humour. Universe gets criticised for being too drab, too dark at times. They learnt, or at least moved themselves away from the really dark stuff that, that first season covered. And they introduced more humor, and it pays off.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think th- I think the Stargate fans who have not given this show a chance really owe it to themselves. This second season, there is callbacks to other in the Stargate universe, and the writing in this is just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, also worth noting that Universe as well was a lot more varied in writing and directing. Atlantis and SG One, I think they had kind of a library of mostly male, it has to be said, you know, writers and directors, and The style and the structure of the show didn't change much. Right. Universe, mixed it all. I think there doesn't seem too much difference between the episodes, but you're getting different approaches, different camera angles, different ways of shooting stuff. The very idea of Universe using a floating camera, which originally was very alien to everybody, I think it works very well. Obviously, probably pioneered by Battlestar, using the more documentary look. Mm -hmm. I think it was improved upon on Universe. Maybe if Universe had gone on longer, then we'd have probably been saying the same thing about Universe as Battlestar. You know, it may have gone on a little bit too long. They pushed it a bit too far.
2: Well, I mean, unfortunately, I think there was plenty more stories to tell with Universe. The way things were going with the ratings, the way things were going with the Sci-Fi Channel, it didn't didn't spell out for a long history. But at least they did have a wrap-up episode. I mean, it didn't end on a well. It kind of did end on a cliffhanger, but <laughs> but at least you knew this was the
0: last episode. Well, that's, that's the beauty of it. This episode could so easily have been the series finale. Yeah, yeah, it could have. If it had been, I'd have walked away from this and said, yeah, I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Granted, these people were not the main characters we're following, but to all intents and purposes, their story got wrapped up, and the rest of the Destiny carried on their journey. As Camille says, we didn't fail. We succeeded, we achieved something we hadn't set out to do, and Journey was the adventure. Right. And it never ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good speech you gave at the
2: end. Yeah, I can't say enough good things. The person that likes the time travel in me is very satisfied by what they do here. Yeah. There's huge payoffs. There are consequences. As much as I love Star Trek, and I do love Star Trek, they are very guilty of hitting the reset button.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just wonder, though, uh, how many times Colonel Young's statue got replaced. <laughs> because that's nearly 2,000 years old. Yeah. That was there a while. I was just thinking they
2: vandalized the statue or something.
0: Yeah, although I imagine the statue went up probably after he died, and he, I think he said that one group broke away before then. Right. I wonder if that was the seed of that new nation. You'd assume so.
2: Yeah, when when, when he finally passed away.
0: It'd have to be Brody and some other people that shared his view. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about it is that, you know, as Eli revealed, when push came to shove, they threw away all, all the differences and says we've got to get off this world and we're, we can only do it together.
2: Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, when there's a chance of them all being wiped out, they didn't have time to indulge in their petty differences. They had to put them aside and uh, work together to survive.
0: Right then, we'll have a little bit of information about the director and the writer for this episode, Alex Chappelle, four-time Stargate Universe director, worked on Epilogue, Cloverfield, Subversion, and Life. Huge resume including Bones, Blue Bloods, Chicago Fire, Law and Order, Being Erica, Rookie Blue and the American version of Queer as Folk. Cole Binder, the writer, two episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis and six of the universe. Also wrote for Just Cause, The LA Complex, Mysterious Ways, Transport of the Series, Cedar Cove, The Messengers and Houdini and Doyle. Next week we are going to be watching Blockade.
2: We got drones dead ahead.
0: We can't fight our way through this. It's
1: a blockade. We have a very big problem. Oh, we're probably screwed.
2: All personnel to the gate room for evacuation. The atmosphere and temperature's good.
1: I'm not seeing any indication of life. It wasn't abandoned. These people were wiped out. Sooner or later, we gotta make a move. Are you kidding me?
2: We said it was crazy.
1: It's crazy times a thousand. This could be it, the end of the line.
0: Down to the series finale continues Stargate Universe. That is the penultimate episode of Stargate Universe. Yeah, that's rather depressing. <laughs> yeah, you only have a few left. Indeed. Everything goes according to plan. Ian will be joining us for that. Miles, thank you very much for joining us this evening.
2: Mike, it was it was a pleasure.
0: I'm glad I could do it one more time with you guys. I'm glad we got you in for a couple of episodes that you really enjoy watching. True, it did. Would you care to give us a bit of information about the Sci-Fi Diner?
2: I co-host a podcast called the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. We've been doing it since 2009. We talk about what's going on in genre, sci-fi, review TV shows, movies. As we have opportunities to, through the cons we go to, we'll interview some of the celebrity guests. Over the years, we've had a chance to interview many notables in the Stargate franchise. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson, Christopher Judge, Amanda Tapping, Higgins, Higginson, Robert Picardo, a few others. Uh, you go to our website, the sci com. put in Stargate. You will find some interviews we've done with other actors who have participated in Stargate. And we've
0: interviewed other actors from other uh, sci-fi genres as well. Yeah, I enjoyed your, your chat with Larry Nemechek last week.
2: Yep, that's our latest episode right now.
0: Yeah, did you see him, him tweet, last year?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, sometimes you've got to kind of spread out the interviews you get. You know, you record a bunch all in one go. They've got to be used to the maximum impact, are not they?
2: Exactly. We don't want to, you know, you can't put them all out once. So sorry, Larry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if we get to hear something new, they're
2: doing great. If not, we get to chat about all the cool stuff they had a chance to do. Yeah.
0: Okay, then, folks, that was Epilogue. Next week is going to be Blockade. Please join us for that, any feedback or whatever. We'd love to hear from you. If anyone wants to get in touch with us, they can visit the Gatecast website at gatecast.co.uk or email us using gatecastpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Google+. Do a search or follow the links on the website. We are also on Twitter, at TheGatecast, which is one word, and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. We also have an independent RSS feed, which contains everything we've released so far, that link can be copied and pasted into a podcatcher. OK, back to the show.
3: Come try ya.
0: Thank you very much for joining us and listening to the Gatecast. Next week, as I said, blockade. But until then, I've been Mike. And I've been Miles. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night and good luck. You've been listening to the Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. i okay.